0: Welcome to America's Top Rebitsons. May this class be for Rafua Shalema, for Leah Eliana Batamuna, and also for Haya Rachel Bat Mindel. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please email us at atrebitsons at gmail.com. I'm so happy to have on today's show Rebitson via Kimhi. Born and raised in Amsterdam, Rebitson Kimhi was very involved in Jewish youth groups. After attending seminaries in Israel, she received a BA in psychology education, and women's studies, a diploma in childbirth education, and a certificate in marriage education. Today, she teaches and counsels countless brides and runs preparation classes for expectant parents about childbirth and parenting. Rebbiton Kimhi has been teaching Torah for over 40 years. She has taught post-high school girls and tutored at Neveh Yerushalayim Seminary in Israel. She also taught in the New Yisrael Women's Learning Program and designed and implemented a curriculum in Jewish personal and social health education for students at the Hasmonean Girls School in London, England. Rebutin Kimhi and her husband made Aliyah to Israel three years ago. She then re-qualified to become a life coach and EFT practitioner. Wow, you have really done so much. You have so many accomplishments. Please tell us more about yourself and what you do.
1: I think you, first of all, Beer, thank you very much for inviting me on. Um, I think this is a great initiative. But there are many, many women other than Rebutons who are also really worth interviewing. Um, but um, I think you have given an exhaustive list. So, yes, um, I've been doing all that. Um, and I know it sounds like a big mouthful, but the truth of the matter is, Baruch Hashem, uh, if you live long enough, you can. While you continuously develop, and I hope that most people will do that because that gives a lot of satisfaction, you know, you build one on the other, on the other, on the other. So, um, in London, where I was a rabbi for 35 years, as a Ney community, and the Ney Israel community um, was a modern and Orthodox, staunchly Orthodox, but modern community. And uh, Baal Hashem, my husband, uh, managed to build that up. And I was, as a side uh, from nobody, it didn't exist until uh, a community. With of about 350 to 400 families with a very, very active uh, membership. Uh, most people just came to school every week. So we had five different mignonim, And I was also very involved um, on the communal side of things. Um, I built lots of educational programs. In fact, um, it's a long time ago, but really um, it was the first one in London that we designed a whole day's learning for women um, with text and with a crash facility. So women really could come and learn and study like as if they were in seminary, but of course they were in London and during their normal working week. Um, and that was very wonderful. Um, and yeah, as a rabbi,son you do a lot of things. There is an enormous amount of counseling involved. There isn't a lot of um, pastoral work. There is, well, it depends what you choose to do as a rabbi.son as you know, I think that uh, all Rabbaniot choose to have a bit of a different role. Some people are just the wife of the rabbi and have their own career uh, and some people say no I want to be a full partner with my husband in this very special and holy work um, and uh, I have chosen that but I also in the meantime did other things as you said childbirth education I studied psychology um, I did a lot of color teaching in England it was for free it was a uh, pro bono as I know that it doesn't exist anymore but it was then and I think it still is largely yeah. like that in england a few idealists yeah. are left and um yeah what else what else is there well there is, there is you know to be of course a shabbos host and a shatchan and organizing singles events and you know my goodness me children's programs you know youth um, youth activities youth minyanim, um i banimo by not we did it was a new one not of but Ubanim, Ubanot. That's a girls and the boys could come coming with their dads on the Moteshawis. You know, that type of thing. It was very special, very exciting, many very good friendships. And we hope that uh, people moved up a little, we hope, through our work there.
0: Oh, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure. The yeah. um, role of the community rebbers is so, so important as you, you know, as you mentioned, and the fact that you were working together with your husband to build up the community, to provide so much support and programming. For, for the members of your congregation is really, really amazing. So, amazing.
1: Well, it, it, uh, I We felt very privileged. They met very privileged. It's a, it's, a, it's a big success to be able to do it. And, uh, yeah, thank God. It is also very demanding. And um, we've now moved on. We reached a certain age. We always said we wanted to make Aliyah. We always preached that. So, here we go. Here we are. And uh, we've made Aliyah at an age where we still hopefully can contribute here in israel to a variety of things so to that end if you're asking me what i'm doing now so um to my surprise i find myself teaching quite a bit of torah i didn't think i would because there are many many very learned women here more learned than i am um, but in the end it works out yes i do i give a variety of shurim and also private learning one-on-one um, and also i'm trying to develop this. Um, life coaching and eft um activity you know practice here and both the it's going it's slow because you have to build up in a new place and um yeah i still do a bit of prenatal teaching and coaching and you know and then we move on to do uh, eft i have actually an, a little advertisement here or a little private apprentice um, and that is actually quite sorry quite indicative of what I do, it's it's two little cards. One of them is a certified life coach and EFT practitioner. Here we oh, go. Oh, it's beautiful. But the other one is, everything is the sort of giving birth daunting? Okay, that type of thing. So I'm doing that as well. In other words, if people had a traumatic birth, um, I try with life coaching and EFT skills to reduce that very difficult negative memory that keeps on flooding their system and impacting badly on them, uh, to reduce that and to calm them down and prepare them, please go for the next one in a very positive way.
0: Oh, wow. That's really special <laughs> work that you do, and it's so meaningful to so many women. It's fantastic. And we're actually going to talk about the EFT today. I mean, okay. you're, you're very highly educated, and I know that one area that you have studied and qualified in is EFT. EFT stands right. for the Emotional Freedom Techniques. Correct. Um, and EFT is a, it's a type of tapping therapy that has been demonstrated to improve the symptoms of several mental health disorders, including yeah. anxiety, depression. Um, and I understand that there are three stages of EFT, can you please talk to us more about what EFT therapy is and explain the three stages of EFT?
1: Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, there are two EFTs around, not to be confused with one another. One of them is called the emotional freedom technique of the tapping on the meridian points. And I'll, explain a bit more later the other one is emotionally focused technique which really is couple counseling and that indeed has three stages um eft really has five stages but it's a totally different thing so emotionally focused techniques is to help couples who don't get along with each other and to try and you know make their relationship stronger if they so want And there are three stages, but it was nothing to do with EFT. It's called de-escalation, restructuring, interactions and consolidation. So nice, but no, I'm sure it's very good. I don't know much about it, but yes, good. But EFT is something absolutely totally different. Now it's a very interesting um, therapy, which has developed, I would say over the last 20, 25 years. And in the beginning, it was very—it was not very uh, well known because it seemed um, very alternative. It is indeed an alternative therapy, but if you look it up uh, on YouTube, there are a few TED talks on EFT, and well-known psychiatrists have said that uh, EFT tapping seems to be the next very, very big and popular and very effective therapy, and it seems to be. And seriously, much faster and quite um, um, a a deep therapy sounds crazy. Uh, And I'll explain in a minute why this is. Um, And uh, people seem to be very, very happy with this. And um, yeah, it's the next big thing. So what is it? It is based on the idea that um, we all go through many, many traumas in our lives. Okay. I mean, in a sense, and it sounds ridiculous, because we're not, but we are, unless you had a terribly dysfunctional, difficult childhood, and you really had big traumas in your life. but we all have a series of mini traumas. Now, for example, uh, siblings, which are nasty to each other. Now, this happens all the time. But it does leave a sort of a memory in your mind. And if and it is particularly stored in the amygdala, the amygdala is the feeling brain, Mm -hmm. this brain Mm -hmm. where the fear fight or flight sort of uh, mechanism happens when a threat is perceived in our lives we get a a flooded with adrenaline and then we go into fear freeze fear flight or fight mode okay so we our whole system is heightened and then when the danger passes our system is meant to calm down but the truth of the matter is human beings have not found a very effective way of calming ourselves down after such an event, whereas animals do that. They have an automatic way and they have found it, I think in the antelope, that if an antelope um, is being attacked by a lion and needs to run for his life and he indeed survives, he is not rejoining his own social group until he has been an hour or two in the woods by himself, shaken himself physically and rubbed against trees in order to get rid of all this incredible anxiety calm down again all the uh, you know all the hormones the stress <laughs> hormones have the cortisol etc has calmed down and then it can be normal again now we don't do that we might cry a little bit and it might relieve a little bit but it is not enough so um as adults we have stored up all these mini traumas in our am- amygdala So um, do you understand? It is, and it is actually even stored in our whole body and all the body cells, these memories. And what has been discovered recently, not so recently in the 1960s and 70s already, that there seems to be, and I think it is based on a very, very ancient Chinese system um, of the meridians that there is energy flow in the body. And if there is disturbed energy flow, you get either physical illness or you get emotional dysfunction, like anxiety, depression, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'm not talking about psychotic um, situations. I'm talking about psychological situations. Psychotic situations is something that you're born with. You know, somebody has good psychiatric problems, then that is very hard to resolve with EFT. But the, the, let's say the, the ordinary, um, run of the mill traumas that we go through or even the big traumas, um, can be helped by restoring, listen carefully, the energy flow throughout the whole body, and releasing negative energy by tapping on certain meridian points in our body. That's so fascinating, fascinating. wow. It is fascinating, it is amazing, and honestly, I never believed in it, it's terrible. I am trained in psychology, I'm trained in counseling, I'm trained in um, cognitive behavioral therapy and all this energy work said, you know, leave it to the quacks. (laughs) But a good friend of mine um, is a trainer and we moved to Israel and she said, oh, Fia, come on, join, 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 join. And it was very embarrassing for me to say no. I said, no, I found two, twice I found a good excuse. The third time round I said, okay, okay, I'll come, I'll come for a day, I'll pay for that, I'll come for a day. I didn't want to insult her. thinking you know invalidating her by thinking all this is rubbish and after half a day i was absolutely hooked i saw that it worked it just Mm -hmm. works even if you can't understand everything exactly i mean i've explained it to you uh, but of course we can't see the energy right in our eyes. you understand so you can't see these things but i've seen the results and it is amazing okay
0: wow uh, that is amazing. By by tapping on the meridians, we can release uh, blockages of energy to help yes. ourselves. Wow! Yes,
1: yes, and it's, and you become your own best blossoming self. It's amazing. It's amazing.
0: And w- so, what are the benefits of EFT, and who can benefit most? And everybody, anyone, the Anybody. whole world. I, I I think
1: yes. I mean, um, most not most. Most people think, well, I don't need this. And most people actually um, get on in life fairly well, but everybody has got some things from their youth, some leftovers, even the most resilient ones amongst us. Um, You know, nobody grew up in a totally ideal world, idyllic world, and there are issues to be resolved. And uh, yeah, I think it is wonderful. If you're asking me, um, is there a place for classical psychotherapy? I think there definitely is.
0: Mm -hmm. but i think
1: it isn't enough i don't know if that was one of the questions Um, but Mm -hmm. i what is the difference between this and that or do you or do you not want to go there yet
0: oh no that's Uh, fine yeah if you want to talk about the difference between psychotherapy and eft that's perfect yeah Yeah. okay so um, i think definitely there is but okay so what is the difference between psychotherapy or let's say
1: cognitive behavioral therapy which is a shorter form if you like and uh, eft um okay so one works with the cognitive brain i mean that is what the word is cognitive behavioral therapy the grace of the, you know the cortex the frontal cortex mm-hmm. we're working eft works with the middle brain which is the emotional brain so inevitably if you have a if you have let's say okay i'm giving you a very simple example um your sister was nasty to you when you were eight years old and then when you're nice or the 10 years old and she never allowed you to play with her dolls i don't know what or she put you down in front of your friends whatever you know mm-hmm. yes yes so now let's say that you go to uh, somebody uh, a talking therapy which is psychotherapy so what happens is that you cognitively go through it again and go back to the memory and you talk about it and you talk it out now there is definitely an important place for that and in fact chazal say this in Mishle, said it. he says if you've got a worry in your heart it is important to speak it through to talk it out okay yes. yeah. however that is usually where it ends in classical psychotherapy you learn to understand why you're upset um now and you understand oh maybe it is because my boss reminds me of my sister my sister was nasty to me she always put me down and therefore, whenever I'm in the presence of my boss i feel inferior and stupid and incapable and i behave like that because it is a trigger Do you understand yes. the boss is yes. a trigger that goes back to your youth okay now, you might understand that, and in CBT, they train you over a good number of weeks, let's say 12 weeks or 20 weeks, whatever, yeah, to try and combat that and find the reasons and realize that she is not your sister and that you are a competent adult and you're very good at your job and you don't need to take abuse from her, et cetera, et cetera. But it is all cognitive, and what happens then is that you can decide, yes, I'm not going to let her get the better of me, and what then happens is that um, you come to the situation and she says, oh, do me a favor, please finish this report for me. And you say, but I can't. Do me a favor, you go and do it now. And you become your own quivering eight-year-old self again. It happens time and time and again. So in other words, you you might understand it. You might decide to be better. And sometimes it's very successful, but it is long and laborious. Whereas with this EFT, what happens is that the memory you 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 tap on the memory and you acknowledge the terrible feelings that you had and you go back through the memory again and you release the negativity about it and it also becomes a vague memory and somehow it doesn't allow you it it, the situations are not as bad anymore at all as you felt they were going to be you, you become your blossoming own self. You free yourself, that's what's called freedom techniques. You free yourself from the negativity of your past. So that is fantastic. Now, um, what I said was in my uh, practice, what I do is I take a whole hour of um, down of all the history and we talk through what is happening. And then when I see people are really stuck on an issue, then I will, besides of talking through, I will also use the EFT. There is one, if you're asking me, I haven't asked me, but I'm going to say to you, I feel, um, I feel both CBT, but EFT even more so, is very Torahic, since this is a Jewish, yes. um, or whatever you want to call it. Um, in what way do I mean that? So um, the Torah acknowledges that if you have a problem, it's important to, to talk it through. But what very often happens in therapy is that people become hypersensitized to that problem because you start focusing on it and you go back to it and it hurts an enormous amount and you become terribly terribly sensitive for a very long time so let's say your boss reminds you of your sister you don't know why you're reacting to her the therapist and you discover together that it really was your sister you didn't realize that and then he talks he or she talks with you or you talk with them for i don't know six weeks three months about your sister and your relationship and It hurts, it's like opening a wound. It hurts a lot, it hurts enormously. Yes. So, what yes. happens? You actually become re-traumatized, and it is actually really very hard to get out of that, to get healed from it. And with this EFT, what it does is you do the same thing. You say, Oh, with my sister, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But you speak with you speak with the cognitive brain, but you go to the feeling brain. Well, you calm down the nervous system. This calms down the nervous system. So the whole thing doesn't have a chance to erupt over you like a volcano. You you calm it down. You reduce the intensity. Instead of it becoming sharp into focus and re-traumatize you, you calm. You calm the whole situation. You calm the memory. It becomes distant if it's good. And then you can just... You know, deal with things afterwards. It's amazing. It just is amazing. So Rav of has a very beautiful um, explanation on the kosher animal. So so the Torah says, only um, animals that both chew the cud and have split hooves are kosher. And he says he he interprets it as follows, beautifully. He says, what is a symbol of chewing the cud? Regurgitation you repeat it again and again and again, memory. Yes,
0: yes. not
1: forgetting what what you had. And what is the symbolism of the split hooves? The split hooves is moving forward. And he says a Jew must never forget his past, but he must move forward. And only if these two simanim are inside this one animal, is it kosher. So if you have only split hooves, if you only move forwards, not connected to the past, not kosher. And a Jew isn't kosher like that. If you're only stuck in the past and can't move forward, not kosher. So both CBT and EFT, but I would say EFT more so helps you move on. You don't forget the past, but it becomes not traumatic. Do you understand? And that is very Jewish. Hashem wants us to move on and build and not get stuck in the past. We can all get stuck in the past. It's all very terrible. Jewish history is terrible. I'm a child of Holocaust survivors. You know, I, I could really sit on the couch and cry all day long and do nothing else.
0: Yes. But that's yes. not
1: what Hashem wants from us. You understand? It is isn't Isayon. you is are there to strengthen ourselves, not to forget, but to strengthen ourselves. And that is what we're doing with the CBT
0: at CBT for EFT yes that's so beautiful and I really appreciate you clarifying the difference between C between CBT and EFT I think it's really important that you made the distinction so thank you so much for that Um, it's so interesting because you know we're talking about um, EFT healing anxiety and uh, and depression and uh, those traumatic thoughts that we had it's so interesting because I uh, saw somewhere that EFT is also good like if you want to um, break addictions or break bad habits or weight loss can people use it for those things as well Yes, people really do that. People really do that.
1: Um, but, um, uh, yeah, you can do it. But, of course, it, it takes... It's not like, oh, I'll do it once and then it's all done. It doesn't go like that. you understand? Yes. It's, it can be a quick fix, but then it doesn't last. You need to go to a trained person who will do that with you. And then he or she can teach you how to tap on yourself to maintain that and then you go back again then you go back again on on this um on 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 on, on, back to yourself in your daily life you can reinforce what you have learned and have calmed down your nervous system so for example for many people dieting is connected to comfort eating yes comfort eating and it's not always true there are many other good reasons but okay um, and, um, you know, with, with EFT, you go back to early, the earliest memory, you know, when did you earliest remember that you ate comfort? What does food mean to you? Remember, how was it? Oh, I was with my mummy in the kitchen and it was so lovely. And I was very, very upset with my sister, my dolly. And then I grabbed some chocolates and that was really good. So I grabbed some chocolates, grabbed some I was standing with my kitchen. And so you first need to go back to the earliest memory and reduce let's say, the feelings around that memory. And then you can move forward and move forward and move forward. And then you can have a maintenance. I wouldn't call it diet. Stepping. <laughs> <Maintenance. laughs> okay.
0: Right. So then, then I was going to ask you, so like, in order to do EFT, you really need to go to a special doctor or a therapist to have it done. And then yes. that person can teach you. And then you can later do it yourself once you learn how to do it from a professional. Yes,
1: But I would say if you have real big issues, then you have to absolutely go to somebody to help you resolve it so if you're asking me give me some examples i've dealt with many different type of people but uh, there was a widow Nebuch, um, who i knew from uh, from the past and uh, she also moved to israel and i uh, met her in the streets half a year after her husband had passed away and i saw she wasn't doing well at all and i said to her so how are you doing and she said well to tell you the truth i i can't i can't get over it i just can't get on So I told her, look, I'm doing this. Do you want me to do it with you? So I gave her the first session for free and then I charged her. And I would say it took five or six sessions. What had happened was that she had nursed her husband for 29 years and then he died. And she was there when he died and fell. It was all very traumatic. So that is, and Baruch Hashem, it really, really has helped her. And she really gets on now. It doesn't mean that she's not mourning her husband. She can live. She has a life now. In other words, it is the the morning is normal so do you know what i mean it's not like yes. she can function and she can take have joy in other things as well as well as the ordinary morning process and that is perhaps something else that i i do want to say and that is um, in our society um, people want to uh, deaden their feelings very often take give me a pill if it is, give me that and very often there's very good reason to be very anxious or to be depressed or whatever there is. If God forbid the person loses a loved one, that is very normal. You can't tuck that away, obviously. Yeah. It is normal yeah. to go through. It is also, and one has to allow oneself to go through these feelings. But after a while, when you feel you can't get out of it and can't move on, and then EFT would be helpful. Do you understand? I do you know that type of thing and of course one is in a terrible marriage you know these things happen EFT doesn't really help you you know the two partners here you have to actually go to couples therapy or couples counseling and 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 do a bit of life coaching and see what is reasonable what is not and what you can do is reduce your own emotional load in other words you, you can calm down your own emotional reactions a bit and understand it more so in other words it's a very good calming technique but it doesn't magic away all the problems in life
0: right no no of course not no i totally understand
1: to um, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. i want to see like um so i want to see if can everybody do we have tea can young kids like five-year-olds six-year-olds teenagers like do you have to be a certain age or can any a child of any age do it
1: well it's very interesting you asking me that um we have grandchildren both of them <laughs> And, um I did an EFT session on a uh, grandson who is very very emotionally um sensitive and very uh, volatile i would say and he went mad because he had ex- expected a package from Amazon and it hadn't arrived and his parents didn't know what to do with him he went absolutely berserk so um I said okay let's try a bit of EFT and he he's an intelligent child and he's actually a nice child but he his emotions got the better of him I said look do it with Safti, I'm Safti, do it with me. And and it really, really calmed him totally down. In fact, it calmed him down so much. He was very tired and he went to sleep. And after that, he was just normal about it. So yes, I don't know from what age, but I think when a child is um, seven or eight, that can already be done and maybe even younger, you know, it depends on the issue on the child on the maturity of the child, yes.
0: Wow, yes. that's very good You know. It gives a lot of parents hope.
1: Yeah. It does give a lot of parents hope. And I must say, there is something else, which is called sourgate tapping. And that if a child has got a problem and the child, let's say, does not want to go to a therapist, um, and especially that happens with teenagers a lot, yes. then the mother particularly can go to an EFT specialist and through the mother, the child can be tapped. She can send her positive energy to... It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable and it works.
0: Wow. Okay. So let me see if I'm understanding. So if like you have a child who doesn't want to go and yes, I totally agree about teenagers. They're not so open to going to this type of therapy. The mother can because go. Don't you know that you're the
1: problem? I'm never the problem. Always. Mommy is the
0: problem. Of course. A hundred percent. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> the teenagers. Um, so the mother can go and she get, can get trained by the EFT therapist on the tapping.
1: Well, no, I, I I would say to you for this, it's a really specialized field. For this, you need to you need to go to an EFT specialist, you know, and and go there and 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 she will do it with you. It is very, it is more specialized. It's not like oh, I have a craving, I have a craving, I have a craving, I have a craving. I don't want to have the craving. I don't. Want to, why do I have the craving? You know, no. This is it is much more subtle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you would ha- have to do it, but I know a few very successful um, cases like that. I've seen it, so it's amazing.
0: Wow, and oh, so, okay. so the mother learns it. Now, is it just enough for the mother to learn it, or is she able to teach it to the child, like the child has to actually do the tapping?
1: No, it is energy work through the
0: mother. That's even more amazing, it's incredible, wow. Incredible, yes.
1: And it is because the mother is emotionally so close to the child and there is an energy between the mother and the child. It's true that the, well, you know this, we've been blessed with children. Yes. You know, it might be the umbilical cord has been cut, but it's not really true. The umbilical cord is never cut. True, very true, that, I agree. Your feelings filter through to the children's feelings and it can be done. It's unbelievable. And, and yeah, it's amazing. It really is amazing
0: so powerful thank you for sharing that with me because I really did not know that thank you yeah um so I want to see when you do EFT where do you tap can you just show us like a demonstration of what the EFT is
1: it's very simple so most people think that the therapist taps on you but this is not true at all you tap on yourself and I tap on myself so you you know sort of reflect me or I reflect you we reflect each other okay and it's got five stages you identify The goal, we don't say the problem, we say the issue, the goal, okay? Then you have a set-up phrase. Then you you first identify the goal, the issue. You rate the intensity. That's number two. Then you have a set-up phrase, a balancing phrase. I'll I'll show it to you. Um, Then you do the tapping, and then you measure, again, the intensity of the feeling, Okay. okay. And sometimes EFT um, therapists will um, use imagery and uh, say, for example, okay, um, let's say um, you're very angry with your mother. I don't know. You're very angry. Where did, or Where is this anger? Do you feel it in your body? And very often you do feel it in your body. I feel it in my stomach. And if it would have a picture, what would it be like? And um, very often it's like a red, fiery red ball or something. It's whatever the, the client says. And then um, you can tap on that. You, you, you do both on both. You do both on the actual feelings and events. And sometimes if a person is very receptive to imagery and that works for them, so you work either both through words. Words are very important, like NLP, okay? Mm-hmm. and you also work through imagery if that is appropriate and i think it is very powerful okay awesome. yeah okay the meridian points are, are, are which okay we call, we call this the karate chop point here we start here you always tap with three fingers and you go like this okay yeah and you say a balancing statement three times okay and then you go on the forehead, just above the eyebrow, where the eyebrow hits the sort of here. Here. Can you see what I'm doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there is a point here, um, next to the eye, here on the bone.
0: By the temple? Like, would you say it's like the temple?
1: It, no, it is more um, the, the, the socket of the eye. Okay. And then underneath the eye but also again on the bone, underneath the nose, on the chin, on the collarbone, underneath the arm, and on the head. There are some extra points, which are okay, which is like the size of the, but that is already more advanced, yeah? Side of the fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is something else, which is another technique. There are a few other techniques, but that's already more advanced. Uh, This is the basic stuff. Now, it is very interesting. When a child uh, is very upset, what do you do? No?
0: Stroke the head. Oh yes, stroke the head, head. exactly, yes. Tuck
1: the head. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you know it. Yeah, you, you sense. So the whole idea really is that the um, whole person really has a natural balance of energy. The Kodesh Borger gave that to us. And the tapping rebalances us. And it, the idea is that the body can heal itself. The Kodesh Borger puts an incredible koyach in the body. And illness and dysfunction is just a... Upset in that balance, a disturbance in the energy balance. And the EFT seeks to restore that, to allow you, to free you to become your best and optimal self, basically.
0: I love that. I love that. And if somebody wanted to find a qualified and skilled EFT practitioner in the area, how would they go about doing that?
1: Okay, that's a... Well, there are registers, obviously, but it is all—it's always like a shidduch, as you know. Any therapist with any client is a shidduch.
0: Yes. But for
1: someone, this is a fantastic therapist. For someone, it's an absolute terrible therapist. So it is very much—I would say to you—word um, of mouth recommendation. I would say, because you also know that therapists are very good therapists and are not such good therapists, and are yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Therapists who have their own problems who project that into the sessions which is True. to me mm-hmm. a terrible thing but that happens um, and make sure that you have healthy a healthy therapist that's right. what I would say right. to you yeah
0: very very important yeah because you don't want their problems to go on you during the session that's not going to be that's helpful to anybody cannot. you
1: don't want projection no 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 I read some you know, in the Mishpacha magazine there were some interesting articles about that do you remember that I don't know if you read that
0: no, I read the magazine,
1: but I didn't read the article. Yes, it was very interesting. It was about psychotherapists and that's in some cases, the psychotherapist was the offended party. I mean, it was ridiculous because the client, clients canceled the thing. And she says, how can you do this to me? I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, it, it you know, made her melted the clients feel bad and guilty. And like, you know, there should be clear rules. If you miss a session and you have to pay or it's up, you know, and it, you know but there is no emotional load from the therapist going on to the client please you know it's a big no-no you know these things happen or a client or a therapist who like to keep their clients okay another good thing about this is this is short and sweet like in other words um eft uh rarely lasts longer four or five sessions unless you're talking about deep deep enormous traumas and whatever but it helps it helps you also to help yourself it reduces the trauma and it also gives you tools how to deal more with your, if it would be triggers again, how to calm down. It's fantastic.
0: That's incredible. That's I'm so glad that we talked about this today because I think this is gonna help so, so many people. Thank you so much, Kim Kimhi for taking the time to join us on America's Top Rebidsens. We really, really enjoyed having you here. And may this class be for Rafua Shalema, for Leia Eliana Badatmuna, and also for Hayyar Raho, but Devorah Mendel. Thank you so, so much.
1: Amen. Amen. Very nice to meet
0: you. Great. I mean, thank you. Really nice. Take care. You too. Thank you.